Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest uh, is Brogan Anderson. Uh, he is supposed to be taking on Matt Myers for the Eternal MMA Middleweight Championship in Sydney at Eternal MMA 78 on Friday the 8th of September. That is the UFC 293 weekend. Uh, UFC, of course, in Sydney the following night. Now, uh, Matt Myers pulled out uh, with an injury uh, a week or two ago. Brogan Anderson still doesn't have an opponent. We chat some potential opponents that he may or may not have. I do believe that Eternal MMA is still looking to match him on the card. So, look, it's, it's going to be very, very uh, interesting. But, look, we still chat to, to Brogan e- either way. We get to learn a little bit about uh, why he moved over to City Kickboxing. City Kickboxing, the one of the most re- renowned gyms in in all of the world uh, with Eugene Behrman, uh, Adesanya, Dan Hooker. You know them all. Uh, Brogan Anderson trains with them. Uh, we talk about his new uh, his teammate, uh, newly signed to the UFC, Kevin Doucet, who actually will be fighting at UFC 293. And well, it's a good chat with Brogan. He's a you know 34 years age. Um, he's been around the game a very, very long time, and it's just good to get his thoughts on on where to next and and what opponents uh, he could potentially have, and and if he could do things differently, what he would do. But look, it's, it's very interesting. Um, if you're here for shit talk and whatnot, like I'd love to stir up. Uh, this is not one of those, but it is. It's a very nice chat on a, on, a, on a very entertaining fighter and a very respectful fighter. So uh, I hope you guys I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, and look, even though he's he's a Kiwi, uh, Australian MMA, they're as they're as close as ever. So you may as well enjoy one of our one of our Anzacs coming up. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, Brogan Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me on the show, the arm collector, Brogan Anderson, who apparently is supposed to be fighting. Uh, on Eternal 78 in Sydney. Mate, first of all, do you know what's happening? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they are still looking for uh, an opponent for me. Um, but obviously, uh, as every day goes by, we get closer to the show without uh, an opponent locked in. It gets less and less likely. So I'm still hopeful, but uh, realistic. Have you, yeah, I was going to say, have you, do you give them like, do you give Eternal like a, like a deadline type thing? Like if, if not by this date, I'm I'm, I'm out? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Um, I was going to be training right up until it. So I'll just keep training at least this week anyway. And then if nothing, if nothing happens, then, uh, it is what it is, but now I'll still, I'll still keep training. Like I'm, like I'm fighting, uh, probably right through this week anyway. Does it help having a whole bunch of boys getting ready for some fights? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I'm going to be a body for all the other boys as well. We all train together. So we're all working together for the same date. So regardless of whether I was fighting or not, I'll still be involved in all of those workouts, uh, with the team. So it's not too much of an extra stretch for me to just keep up the extra conditioning work that I'd be doing as well. So yeah, it's uh, the energy has been great around here and it's been awesome to be a part of anyway. So, you know, yeah, it's going to be disappointing if I don't get to to put on a show myself, but it's, uh, it's been good to be a part of nonetheless. Now, what was your first thoughts when uh, Matt Myers went down with the injury? First of all, how did you find out? Uh, I just saw it on Instagram. Yeah. I saw you, someone. <laughs> really? Yeah. Someone <laughs> just tagged me in a post of his on Instagram. So, um, well, someone shared it. Maybe it was you that shared it. I yeah? think it might have been me. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. You sorry, broke, mate. You broke your news for me, uh, well, yeah. It is what it is, yeah. Um, I mean, that. I guess that always happens. Like uh, uh, promotions, uh, obviously, I think they almost want to find some good news for you before they tell you. And then obviously, like, 
the guy that has the injury probably breaks it a little bit too early. I know that Eternal probably wanted to maybe perhaps handle that situation better with you, but maybe they they wanted to kind of have an opponent ready for you. Yeah, I, I'm not sure whether he broke that before he told the promotion or whether he just told the promotion and then broke it immediately himself. But either way, uh, the result's the same anyway, isn't it? So, yeah. Does it, does it, I mean, you, you do strike me as a very professional guy, but does that does that bother you at, at all? It sounds like it, it hasn't gone down the best way that you that you would have liked. Uh, nah, it is, nah, I feel for him, you know, like obviously he... I, I think that he wanted to fight, you know, like I don't think he's he's not looking for a way out. You know, I think he's probably dealing with a pretty devastating injury himself. So, you know, you got to you got to feel for that. So, yeah, whatever, whatever he, you know, it doesn't it doesn't worry me. Have you fought guys before or perhaps had fights fall out where you were like, no, that that's definitely looking for a way out? Um, no, that's never my uh that's never my decision to make, is it? Who am I to say that? Um, yeah, I always, I always try to give them the benefit of the doubt, you know. And I, I, I certainly, in this case, don't think that that Matt Myers was looking for a way out. Do you go into a lot of these fights? Uh, is there ever animosity, or is it normally just just respect between between two great fighters? Yeah, I, I don't really let uh, animosity come into it. Um, there have been times, probably, where it's crept in a little bit, where maybe I have a, a slight dislike for the person, but. No, nah, that's not really. Uh, it's just a. It's just a game to me. I'm just. It's just a sport. So I, I just like to go in there and, and and compete with somebody. But it's not necessarily about. Uh, yeah, about disliking the person at all. Are you a are you an aggressive person sort of outside where you as a youngster? Or has this always just been a sport to you? I was as a youngster. I was a pretty aggressive person. Had a bit of a temper. Um, but I think it was it was finding the sport that kind of that kind of took that out of me. And now I, like I do still have that, uh, that aggression in me when I, when I compete, but it's not, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't lose my temper like I used to when I was young. That's for sure. When did this sport, uh, look like it could become a career for you? Well, I started training when I was 21 and pretty quickly I didn't want to do anything else. Um, but obviously it was a long it was quite a few years before I was realistic before I allowed myself to believe that maybe this is something I could really be good at um but within a year or two I was all in like I didn't want to do anything else I was just working as a PT at the gym so that I could train as much as I as much as I could and I was going to give it my best shot regardless of uh, how far I was able to take it but in the last like five five or six years I've known that I've I've got the ability to fight at the top level if I just keep if I just keep working away and if 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 the if things play out uh, well I get a little bit of luck hopefully we'll get a nod somewhere along the line but um, yeah the last five or six years I've believed that 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 I could definitely make a career and and make some good money out of it. When did you make the the move to CKB? Uh, I've been coming back and forth here for the past probably four four almost maybe five years on and off but. I just made the move last Christmas, so like a year and a half, just over a year and a half ago, I've been living in Auckland. Um, so, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, it was a good move. I'm really happy up here now. I was like, I was just torn between here and back home. I had a good a good group that I was working with back home in Dunedin and, and had a lot of loyalty to those ones that I was coaching down there. And, and I still do, but uh, once I finally made the, 
the move and just decided I just had to go all in on myself. Um, that was the best thing for me to do and, and it's paid dividends. Um, but I just haven't had a chance to showcase that yet. Is it, is it hard to sort of make that decision to move from a gym that perhaps like, you know, maybe you walked in for the very first time to learn the sport. And then obviously the move to Auckland and, and CKB is, I mean, if you want to reach the top, that's like, that's the place to go type thing. Is that a, a tough decision to make at the time? Uh, yeah. Like, I guess like I did really, I, I just like home. Like I liked living in Dunedin and I, I had, convinced myself that I could still be making all the progress I needed by spending, uh, splitting my time half and half coming up here for a month, going back home for a month. But uh, I see now that uh, they're just, just committing to the committing to being up here full time has, has definitely helped and has been uh, yeah, the best thing that I could have done at the time. So yeah, it, it was hard to make the decision to move away, but I'm, I'm really glad I did. And I'm, I'm like happy up here in Auckland now. Does it feel, I mean, it's a weird, weird question to ask because, of course, Dunedin's got some great fighters as well, but to go from big fish, smaller pond to then go into this this shark net of, of, of CKB, how does it feel going from kind of getting to be the man a little bit to to almost like just one of the guys? Uh, yeah, no, I, it's good. That's what I want. I want to be... Uh... I want to be surrounded by other people that are just as motivated as I am. And as you said, like I did, I had some good training partners back in Dunedin guys that could push me in different areas. And, but there was just no one there really that was as, as hungry or had the work ethic that I had. Um, And I would felt like I was like constantly motivating, trying to motivate other people. And, and up here, like there's, you know, there's people in the room that work even harder than I do. People that just blow me away with the work ethic, you know, and that's inspiring to be around. Um, and, you know, we all push each other. If someone's not at a workout, you know, they're going to hear about it from the other boys. So I enjoy that. I enjoy that accountability. I've got other people holding me accountable and, and, and I, and I love being around that. Yeah. So it's, it's been inspiring. Who is the, uh, who is the hardest worker at city kickboxing? Uh, I think it's hard. It's hard to put, uh, uh, a finger on anyone in particular there's just uh, just a lot of guys that are just really consistent you know that very rarely ever miss a day um i think guys like cam rouston is like pretty dedicated and he, he's like my main training partner here so we keep each other accountable we do a lot of a lot of extra work guys like kevin jusay are, are super disciplined um yeah there's there's heaps there's uh the, the, most of the guys here are are all super hard workers and I, I love to be around that. How does it feel to see obviously your teammate Kevin Jusay get picked up in, in the UFC? I want to kind of ask you two two parts to that question. You're obviously super excited and, and it's very humbling, but is there a little bit of, and I know jealousy is the wrong word to use, but is there a little bit of like, oh, damn, he got it. Like I, I wanted it next. Yeah. Like obviously I want, I want that opportunity, but uh it's the same with Cam and Kevin. Um, like we've both kind of been in the same boat for the last couple of years, kind of just on the cusp and waiting for that opportunity. And obviously, Cam's got his opportunity next week on the Contender Series, and and then Kevin on in Sydney. So for me, it's just it's inspiring to see those boys get the opportunity. And and I, as far as I'm concerned, them getting the opportunity does not take away from me. It's not like. Uh, it's not like Dana White had a picture of me and a picture of Kevin in front of him and he goes, oh, yeah, two of them, and then he picks Kevin and, and then that's me, you know, in the in the bin, you know. It's not like that. That's not how it is. Um, 
those boys have done everything that they needed to do to get the opportunity and then they get a little bit of uh, uh, you know things go their way they get a little bit of luck like they des- and they deserve it you know so no nothing but happy for the boys and and I know that's not that they're not stepping on me to get that opportunity at all so I don't I don't look at it that way and I think it always looks good anyway because of of course if they do well then they look at your gym more like, I mean, everyone in the world is right now, but they do well, you get more opportunity. There really is like a, a, enough for everyone at the top. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, and that's, I think there's so many guys in this part of the world that are, that are deserving of the opportunity, but the, the, the bigger promotions just aren't picking the guys up on this side of the world like they are uh, in the States, you know? So it's, 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 it's a little bit frustrating. There's a lot of guys that, that are in the same position as I am that are right on the cusp that, that with a bit of luck could have been picked up, but but haven't been. So you know, I hope that and and I'm sure they those two those two boys that are getting that opportunity, they're going to do well, and that's going to reflect well on this part of the world. And so hopefully, you know, hopefully as the the guys from this part of the world just continue to take over uh, the UFC and and PFL and and the other big organisations are going to just have to keep taking notice and start trying to pick up the rest of the talent that's still sitting around over here waiting for a shot, you know? What's the current state of of, of New Zealand MMA? Like, I know you've got your XFC, but you've got, like, your show. Your, are there any other shows going around? Like, what, what's the what's the vibe like? Yeah, so XFC's been running pretty consistently in Dunedin, um, down south where I'm from for the last five, you know, for a long time. Um, and before that, it was uh, not XFC, just a different promotion. Um, and then Shuriken is the big one that runs up here in Auckland. Um, but they're really the only two uh, shows that are running consistently putting on MMA fights. Um, so it has been like tricky for guys to get fights here. Obviously now it's there was that period of time where there wasn't really any travel between New Zealand and Australia for a couple of years. And even after COVID, there was a, a period of time where it, travel was pretty expensive and the, the borders just hadn't quite fully opened up again. But now that, now that the guys from here are picking up fights over there, it's definitely made things a little bit easier. But yeah, there's really only those two main shows. And other than that, the guys are having to to fill their time in with kickboxing bouts and stuff like that. Have you sort of flirted with the idea of, of Australian fights before? Because having a look at your record, I believe you had a chaos fight. Was that in, in Australia? But other than that, it's all been New Zealand? Uh, that was like my pro debut. I fought yeah. on Taylor, uh many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. But then I also fought on XFC in Brisbane. Oh, yeah. uh, a couple of times and is that it maybe that's it other than that i've just been yeah all over new zealand um so yeah uh I, i've definitely it's it's not for lack of trying you know there's been you know shows that i will have, that i will have wanted to be on and but it was just um you know we've been in a position where we were kind of hopeful to maybe get a shot on contender series or something like that this year but it just didn't play out so this this shot on Eternal, uh, getting the headline on that against Myers was uh, the most appealing offer that I could have had. Um, so that was something that I wanted to jump on. Uh, and now that that's out the way, hopefully we still get one on this show. But uh, yeah, we'll see what's next. Because you almost sound like, if you don't mind me saying, you almost sound almost like frustrated with with the the amount of opportunity that has kind of not gone your way. It's almost like you've had a bit of bad luck recently. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think I have. Um, knowing what I know now, I would have been more active potentially over the last, over the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, we were kind of waiting on, on things to fall into place. 
um, maybe resting on my laurels a little bit, being on a six-fight win streak, thinking that maybe I deserved a shot and 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 it didn't play out. So, you know, maybe it, look in hindsight, yeah, maybe I would have been a bit more active, but it's not. It's not. I don't feel hard done by at all. Do you get feedback at all? Like they're like, oh, I want more knockouts, or we want more of this, we want more of that. Do you ever get any information back? No, not really. Um, I know my age is is a factor. Um, maybe working against me a little bit. Now I'm 34. Um, so I knew I knew that every year that ticks on by, uh, uh, that works less and less in my favour. Um, and I know in terms of like the contender series and stuff like that, they're looking mainly for guys that are like under 30. Um, so yeah, other than that, not too much feedback now. It, it feels weird too, to even talk about you coming into this fight. Cause you know, normally I'd wrap this topic up with like a bit, how exciting is it to get this fight in Sydney? But now we don't know if one's even going to happen. Um, let's say hypothetically it, it, it doesn't, what do you do? You just stay active. Are you going to try and jump on the next, the next eternal show in, 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 in Gold Coast or is there a backup plan? Not yet. No, we're still we're still hoping for one on this show, uh, and and then if not, then we'll, I'll I'll just go back and I'll talk to to Eugene and the, the management, and we'll just I'll, I'll I'll see what they think is the the best move. Um, yeah, I'm I'm certainly open to offers. Speaking of Eugene Behrman, your head coach, what makes him so special? People talk like he is master splinter, like he is a savant of mixed martial arts. What makes him so special? Um. Yeah, there's certainly a deep, deep knowledge there. Um, that's one thing that has blown me away since I've been here is there's things there's things that I thought I had like a decent handle on and then like the coaches will get together and we'll go through a block of work in the morning and just every day something new, something new, something new, something that I hadn't thought of before. Um, so yeah, there's just uh, just a deep, deep knowledge there. But it's not just that, it's the, the leadership and the work ethic as well. Um, just leading from the front. He's the one that keeps the team united, um, that has built the team culture here, the competitive team culture. Um, but he's just, all the boys see how hard he works. He's the first one in the gym in the morning and, and one of the last to leave at night. He's here all day, teaches back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back sessions, holds pads all day. Um, so, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's not just the knowledge, but the amount of work and the amount of time that he's willing to put into the guys that has made this team special, you know? And uh, a couple more questions before I let you go. When it, when it comes to your 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 fights, I, I believe like guys like John Martin Fraser were, were, were floated about, but he, I, I don't think, was, was ready in time. Are there any guys that have been floated in front of you or are there any middleweights out there that you would like to get in the cage with? Yeah, uh, John Martin Fraser was a name that was floated about. Um but I think it's hard. It's it's hard to put that on him. Like obviously he is recovering from an injury, mm. and it's a big ask to come in uh, two and a half weeks out and say, "Oh, hey, do you want to fight five rounds and get to middleweight <laughs> and, and is your knee all right? Like or whatever his injury was." Um, so I certainly don't begrudge him not jumping at that opportunity. That's uh, a bit of a gamble. Um, so there, there was his name that was floated around, and I think there were a couple of others. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put their name out there because I don't think that's fair mm. um, for people to say, "Oh, why did he turn it down?" <laughs> but not, uh, obviously, it's not wise for people to be taking short notice fights, uh, two weeks notice, um, and trying to maybe they're not even able to make the weight in time. So uh, there were a couple names that were floated around, but uh, so far nothing has come to fruition. So. Well Here's a question then. Put it on the other foot. At at 34 years of age, two and a half weeks notice, would you would you take the fight? Against myself? 
<laughs> just no, probably not. Like I just don't think that's smart. Yeah, like I, I, I would take a fight on less than eight weeks' notice, but I think like two and a half weeks' notice is. Yeah, it depends what condition I had been in. If I had been preparing, uh, pretty diligently with the boys for something coming up, and then I felt like I was in good enough shape. But if you're not in good shape, two and a half weeks is a pretty big ask to fight five rounds, isn't it? Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, all right, mate. Well, before I let you go, I just want to ask you one more final thing. Uh, after it's all said and done, how does Brogan Anderson want to be remembered in in, in mixed martial arts? Ah, wow. Um. That's a tough question. Uh, just as uh, hopefully as a bit of a as a bit of a leader in this part of the world, you know, a guy that 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 was uh, super active in New Zealand. Um, not obviously, I wasn't a pioneer. I didn't start when the sport started, but I've been at it for a long time. Um, and a guy who hopefully just leaves a positive impression on on other people. Uh, and then hopefully I move in like I my I've ambitions to move into coaching and and to have my own uh to have my own fighters one day. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. I've still got a lot of work to do. I think I haven't really thought too much about that. Well, uh, Mr. Anderson, thank you so much for taking the time. It is a really shitty circumstance, but thanks for jumping on anyway. And uh, hopefully they do get you a fight. There is time. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed, brother.